Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. We're back after that incredibly long episode last week. We're back with more news and stuff about the PS5, hopefully, because I think we're all excited here for the PS5. It's, we, did, we didn't even get to talk about some key things last week, like the price we think it's going to be or the design. We, what well, we saw the design, but what we think of the the, the, the design. To discuss all the details with me, we've got Gary. Hey, Gary. Oh, hey. How are Happy you doing? Happy to join you, Ben. I'm all right, man. I'm all right. You know, it's really hot here today, so I'm just sitting indoors with the AC, just trying to get uh, through the day. I, re I really wish I had AC. I think you should get AC. I don't know why you don't. No, the buildings are designed to actually support it, so. Well, you can get one of those that sticks out of the window. I, I have no windows. You have no windows in your house. I have one in the bedroom, which is a fire exit. I have one that's like a weird little small window, which it wouldn't fit on because it's like a... Basically, it used to be a coal shaft because I live in the basement flat. And so there's like a tiny little window where they, you know, they poured the coal into the building. And then my front door. So those are my windows. Those are my so choices, Gary. Bust a hole through a wall and <laughs> make yourself a nice window. See, this is this is why I always ask to see everybody's home, just so I can help them in case there's an emergency. <laughs> uh, like I don't know how to get out. There's a fire, and I'm like, "Hey Ben, remember that coal shoot that you told me about? <laughs> Climb that bitch." <laughs> I'm too fat. <laughs> uh, just trying so to help. Last of Us 2 came out recently, and we'll probably talk about that later, especially Gary and Alfonso, because I ain't buying that game. <laughs> I might buy it when it's discounted, but I'm not buying it at launch. Just so I can put it on my shelf, along with my copy of Last of Us 2 Collector's Edition, Last of Us 1 Collector's Edition, and Last of Us 1 PS4 Remastered Collector's Edition that I never played or beat. <laughs> I didn't even know they released the Collector's Edition of the Remastered. I don't know. I just know I've got my Last of One. That's Original PS3 remastered collector edition. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we've got Alfonso here as well. Hey, Alfonso. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm well. Um, phase two starts tomorrow. Eventually, I will see Shannon later this week as we decide now it's time because things are getting better. And yeah. Playing Last of Us Part 2, so all is well. All is good. What does Phase 2 consist of? Uh, outdoor dining, open nail salon, hair salon, barbershops. Oh, and I, need, I inside, wish they had those here. And purchasing products inside retail. That's it. I can tell you we've done that, and it sucks. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I, I want to get rid of my that. quarantine beard, okay? I want to see this quarantine beard. <laughs> Please send pictures. Because I got no one to go out to cut my beard, so you can just take a knife and you know shave it <laughs> like a straight <laughs> razor. <laughs> okay, I guess while we're talking about uh, phase two, we'll talk about this for a second. Um, 
I don't know if anyone knows this, but there is uh, there was a new Kingdom Hearts game leaked, which I posted in a in a separate Discord before our website and caught it up. I, I was the best. Um, um, and it looks like there's going to be a phase two of Kingdom Hearts, um, which is going to consist of seven different Kingdom Hearts titles. We know two of them already, which is this new Melody of Memories, I think it was called. Uh, and there's also the mobile game that is coming out based on Xehanort, which was really called Project Xehanort, and I've forgotten the name of the actual title. Though, to be honest, out of the both of them, the Project Xehanort looks graphically better, even though the uh, Melody of Memories is a PS4 title, and yeah, then PS2 models still being used. Um... There is four different teams working on Kingdom Hearts games, so expect more to be announced soon, probably. Uh, Gary, you excited for seven Kingdom Hearts titles? That's a joke, right, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> seven? And am I excited? Hell no, I'm not excited. This is terrible. <laughs> why, like, why? It was bad enough you had, like, seven titles in the past already, and half of them nobody even knows how to pronounce. And now you're doing seven more. It's like, where, like, if you expect people to get into the franchise, how the hell are they going to know where to even start? They really should like, just make a Kingdom Hearts the movie that covers all the parts in a giant epic, like, Lord of the Rings style extended edition. That movie's probably going to be long, man. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, Lord of the Rings style extended edition Kingdom Hearts movie. It's ridiculous at this point. It's like, this is you, the, but don't get to them. This is the most ridiculous, like, abuse of a license I've ever seen. Like, at this point, I don't even think it's square. I think this is just Disney forcing them to do it because they're under contract. Like, mm -hmm. I, this is just ridiculous to me. Um, I know King, people like Kingdom Hearts, but surely even they can't be happy with this many games being announced. And the fact Seven. that you you mentioned these mobile ones, and then you even mentioned this random rhythm style one that's coming out, yeah. they're going to be even more pissed when they find out that those games' story is actually canon. Forcing uh, yeah, them to actually play that. <laughs> if you watch the trailer, there's actually storyline at the end of the Melodies and Memories trailer that's based on wow. Kiri from the game. So you'd have to... Also, the mobile game, it does have a storyline that connects as well because uh, Union X, which was also a mobile game, which linked to Kingdom Hearts 3. Because this, this will be, yeah, Stupid. again. So, yeah, you have to play the mobile game if you want to know the whole story. Just beyond dumb. That is the dumbest thing ever. Uh, I can't even, man. Like, this franchise, I was going to get into it because, oh, there's three games I can finally play them. Um,. But now there's all this. I'm like, I'm not even going to bother. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's terrible. I don't even know who the main characters are anymore. At first, I thought Sora. it was Sora. That's what they tell me. But every time I see anything of Kingdom Hearts, it's like a brand new character is like in random gifts and shit. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Yep. Sora. Well, there's no real. <laughs> there's Roxas. There's Sora. Um. Uh, then of course there's uh. There's the, the female in, in the pink dress. Then yeah. there's another female with the stockings and the blue ribbon thing. There's like four other characters. Namine? <laughs> I don't know. 
I haven't played Kingdom Hearts for a long time. Um, but no, the main character is Sora, and I guess Roxas, who is Sora's nobody, if I'm rightly. Thinks Roxas is so Sora's nobody. I don't even know what that means. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if any Kingdom Hearts fans actually listen to the podcast, but if I remember rightly, a nobody is like the shell of some of a, somebody's heartless because you create a heartless and then that has a body which is a nobody which has is again is kind of like a heartless i guess i think i don't know <laughs> just know there's heartless the, nobodies and normal people and then there's people this who don't point, play kingdom hearts at this point, man, I feel like if I started Kingdom Hearts from the first game all the way to the last game, I would be more confused with the story than if I started Metal Gear Solid 2 with the last cutscene and <laughs> played them <laughs> randomly. <laughs> I'd probably catch on to that story more than Kingdom Hearts <laughs> at this point. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. S- seven games is ridiculous. It really is. How about you, Alfonso? Seven games? Will nah, you play them all? Much. Will you get a platinum? Nah. Nah, that's that's that, that's too much. Uh Kingdom Hearts for me is time consuming. Uh yeah, there 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 are time consuming platinums that I've earned over the past, but Kingdom Hearts is not one something that I want on my list. Nah, Gary's right. Seven games, all the confusion with the characters, the story, the the time that they the release dates for them, nah, that's that's too much. Nah. Some of them, yes, I might play, but seven, nah. Uh, they they could stay with that. Okay. I guess we'll go back to our main topic now. Um, well, hold on, Ben. What about you? Well, you no. love Kingdom Hearts when it has Final Fantasy. But when yeah, it when it has Final Fantasy in it, I'll buy it. But if, if it doesn't have Final Fantasy in it, I don't so buy Ben it. So Ben is going to be even more confused by the story than any of us. <laughs> Is it, no, I'm going to skip I'll, this one. I'm going to skip six because it doesn't have Final Fantasy, but I'll play seven. I'll read them. <laughs> I'll read it on the wiki. I'll, I'll watch the videos. I won't play, play it, but I will re- yeah, research it. Uh, but yeah, I need I, it needs Final Fantasy characters for it to be Kingdom Hearts. Otherwise, it's just a Disney game, which is fine. But the whole point of the thing was that it was a crossover franchise, and that's what got me excited. Get rid of the crossover, what's the point? Well, the crossover is with Disney. Yeah, but if there's no Square Enix uh, references, what's the crossover? That's true. (laughs) Then it's just a Disney game with Sora, which is probably owned by Disney, so... Well, they are supposedly making an animated series on Disney+. Plus. There we go. So Sora's probably owned by Disney already. So technically, it's just a Disney <laughs> franchise at this point without Final Fantasy characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll buy it if they if they pull in like if we find Kingdom Hearts four and it doesn't have Final Fantasy, which is sad. But it suddenly has Star Wars and Marvel in it, then I might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love to see. Um, Darth Vader and all that lot done in the in that art style. I don't know why why that'd be so funny. You chibi Darth Vader and chibi Emperor. It'd be great. 
PS5 though. Let's talk about the PS5 because it's coming out in November. We guess we don't know exactly the date, but we'll all guess November. Um, well, I'm gonna guess we all guess November. Gary Alfonso. Yeah, pretty much. Probably, probably yeah. Now the design of it. Everyone is shocked about how it looks because a lot of people don't like it. I will start with this saying, personally, I think it's probably one of my favourite looking consoles of all time. Because I like stuff that's weirdly designed. Hell, I, I would have loved it if it was like a pyramid design at one point when they showed off like the pyramid. I thought then we found out it was just a triangle. I like awkward design consoles and stuff like that. And the idea of having the PS4 designed a bit like that, I like it. But that's just me. We'll go with Alfonso first. First off, Sony had me worried. I actually thought they was going to do an Xbox thing because when you remember the part when they split the blue bubbles one to the left, one to the right, and you just saw a big, a big black shadow looking like an Xbox, I, I honestly thought it was going to be an Xbox, and I'm, I'm happy that it's not. It's, it struck me. I was shocked at first. I was shocked at first because of how big it is. Um... Seeing, seeing it that's what she said at first wow seeing it at first yes it's unsettling because it's way bigger than the other playstation consoles the black piece in the middle it looks like something that i seen on google and others when they was doing the concept the concept design of the ps5 and adding the chassis to it just looks totally different. It makes it look unique. I love it. I mostly love it because I love that the the eject and power button is recessed inside the chassis because my parents is always touching, like going by my PS4, my main PS4, and they're always turning it on. And I'm not realizing it until I go downstairs and I see my PS4 on. So if they bump across it, they won't touch the button. So I love that. I don't like that they have one USB-C and one USB-A. Yes, I know the USB-A is for old legacy ports. I think it should have been symmetrical, both USB-C, USB-C, but eh, doesn't matter. It it looks a little weird with the disk drive with that extra hump and it's kind of slanted going down, but... I would have rather have that disk drive in the middle where the black part is at. But yeah, that's that was their design choice. I love the blue lights from the side. That looks different. Overall, we still have to see what the back looks like. And yeah, but overall, I the to me the best design they made yet. They they made a crazy design with the controller. They made a crazy design with the console. Once again, because of that, they broke the internet again. So, yeah, for me, like I said, day one, both of them. How about you, Gary? To me? No, 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 I'm here. (laughs) Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah? Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, to me, um, I feel like it's a bold design choice. It's obviously very different. Uh, I'm okay with it. It's not my favorite, but 
it's a lot better than what it could have been, I could say. Um, to me, I like the fact that it makes the shape of a five, a normal yes. uh, Roman numeral five. So I think that's a pretty cool, subtle design there. Um, I do want to see what it looks like when it turns on, like what lights turn on, how it all that works. Um, I'm interested to see how that looks. Um, the disk drive part, um, I'm okay with it just being on the side there. Uh, I feel like that black part is going to play a bigger role than what we probably know. Um, but to me, I, I enjoy it. Um, I also feel like a lot of people were disappointed, because a lot of people are disappointed in the design. I feel like they expected something that obviously didn't meet their expectation. That's something that happens with every console design. Um, I think people built up this idea of what it's going to look like, and I feel like they built that idea up because they take all these random leaked images, supposed leaked well, images. The leaked and... images were real. Those were dev kits. Though. Dev kits never really look like the um, retail Well, models. it's not just that, but like when you see like you know fake images appear, it's like, oh, oh look yeah. at this leaked image of the PS5. I think I feel like they take all these images and they kind of mesh them together in their mind to imagine what the system was going to look like, and it doesn't look like what they imagine. And to me, like every PlayStation console that's ever been released has always been something I never imagined it would look like. Um, and to me, none of the systems' design really mattered to me. Um, to me, it's just a box. Obviously, now the PS5 isn't really a box. It's like a whole bunch of different things. But to me, um, it's just the hardware. What matters is what's inside it to me. So a design of a console never really matters to me. Controller, on the other hand, that's a different thing. That's something I see and look at every day. And obviously, I hold it in my hand. I don't hold my PS5 or my PS4 in my hand to to, to play it, you know? The controller to me is what matters. The system, not so much. Um, it's just it just sits there, um, and it does what it needs to do. So to me, um, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, it doesn't fit any of my other stuff," and because everything I have is black, every PlayStation is black, and this one is white. It's so wrong. Um, to me, it's okay. I I like it. Um, so as far as the height, though, I think also a lot of people have this misconception of how big it is because it looks big they haven't released this that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they haven't released its dimensions or anything so we really don't know no. they're just assuming that it's that big because it looks really big compared to the controller um maybe the controller is just smaller than the ps4 controller i don't know um until they release the dimensions of the actual system though then we'll we'll know how big it is but so yeah, that that's my thing on it. I I like the design. I do. I'm I have happy two that questions. Everyone... Okay. Because we didn't we talked about the the digital versus this thing last week, but we didn't, I didn't, I forgot to ask this question because we we know our stance about how Sony's pushing digital because they see more digital sales and there's people like us that prefer this. Do you? And we know that Xbox is eventually coming up with their own digital for the series. Like, do you yeah. feel? that these companies, Sony, Microsoft, should start including digital keys in the 
the disc version, even though that could cause problems for used games like GameStop and stuff like that. The issue like with that, though, with is uh, how do you stop people from reselling the disc? Because well, you, don't, you don't stop people from reselling the disc now. No, but that's different because now uh, when you buy the game, you'll, ha- you'll you know, you'll put the digital, you know, you'll put the game in and you play it. If you had a digital and a digital code and a disc um, and you've owned the discless console to use the digital code, what's stopping you from selling the disc on and still playing the game? If you sold it right now, you'll lose the game. Well, that's kind of what you're saying right now is what I was going to say. I feel like it's a pointless thing because either way, you're still getting the game. It's still probably going to install on your hard drive. So it's still yeah, going to be there. It's going to require you to put the disc in. To me, having a digital the... code is is not going to do it. You're just buying two copies of the game. Yeah, which means you can just sell one of them off. Yeah, it's not like a movie where you're forced to put it in the Blu-ray disc, but whereas the digital copy forces you to have a specific app because it tells you, oh, do you have this digital code? Do you want to use it on Vudu uh, or any of the other various ones that they have? I can't use that code and do it with Amazon Prime. It's a specific code that works for with a specific thing. You know? Yeah. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, Alfonso. Like, if you yeah. buy a Blu-ray movie, I can't just, oh, I'm going to use this code to put it with my Amazon Prime subscriptions and all my Amazon Prime movies. You yeah. know, I can't do that. I have to do it with Vudu or Apple Video or whatever it is, um, yeah. whatever it's called. So I have very limited digital office. disc version. I'd have to find a way to confirm that you still own the disc. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really, really see a point in, I don't see a point in doing that. Like, if you bought the PS4 version, and it came with the code for the PS5 yeah. version, that's different. That would be cool. I would really much appreciate that. Um, like they say, they're gonna, oh, if you bought Cyberpunk, you can upgrade to the PS5 version for free. They haven't yeah. said how that's gonna work yet. Um, I'm assuming you're gonna buy the game, you're gonna register it on their website or something, and when the next gen version comes out, they'll send you a digital code. I know for a fact they're not gonna send you a physical copy. Well, it might work like uh, <laughs> it might work like the current because uh, they, 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 I think this is their test right now, which by the way is completely broken. But if you've played The Witcher Three on PS4 or Xbox or Steam, if you've got one trophy on your account or one achievement. Um, if you link your GOG account to, if you link your PlayStation account to GOG, you'll then get a free copy of Witcher Free on on PC. So chances are they might find a way to use the trophy system to unlock the free copy of Cyberpunk on PS5. Which yeah, yeah, I think that's a terrible way of doing it. I mean, all they have to do is go look at the licenses that you have on your well, yeah. PS4. And it depends on if Sony gives people way. the license. Cause, yeah, because I can just, you know, grab the game from my friend, unlock a trophy, give it back to him, and all of a sudden yeah. I have a free game. You That's know. true. <laughs> I think it should be by a license thing. If you bought it, then here's the this other version. Um, yeah, but how are they going to... This version. That, I know you won't get a disc version of um, uh, Cyberpunk. If you're going to get this, you'll get a digital version no matter what. 
Don't expect a free disc version. Yeah, they're gonna give you a digital code no matter what. Um, like you'll be like one thing. What I think would be cool is if you bought, you know, like say a PS4 version of that game, and inside it is a code for the PC version for free. That'd be cool. I'll take that too. You know, but also I doubt anybody's the... gonna do that. Also, remember that the PS4 version will upgrade to a slightly better version as soon as you ins install it to the PS5. Uh, there's going to be a PS5 enhancement upgrade for the PS4 version, which, but it won't be the actual PS5 version. So. Now, what about you, Alfonso? What was your question? It uh, like I said, it doesn't matter to me. A lot of people was asking me that, and I said it doesn't matter to me because I'm getting both consoles. So I'm buying it this one, and Shane's buying me the digital one. So <laughs> it's not affecting me anyway. So I don't see the point in having a disc version really anymore because I don't really play many games that use the disc. So I'm probably gonna go straight to digital. So. Yeah, I mean, I'll only buy physical because I like a physical copy of something. I like it in my hands, so and I like to collect things. So yeah, my collection is pretty vast, and I like to keep it going. So I'll get the disc version because it's still gonna let me do digital if I want to. So oh, yeah. it's it's for me, it's best to have both options rather. Than it also for me depends on the price. I will see what the difference is in price. And we're talking about price right now. Um, now oh, you had another question, Alfonso, didn't you? You said you had two. Yeah. Um, so we saw the event. We saw the games for PS5. We saw the system. Both use the accessories. So we, we obviously know this was a better presentation than Microsoft. Yeah. Seeing what Sony did, do you think this put pressure on Xbox? Eh, not really. Microsoft, just like everyone's like, oh, Microsoft's showing off the console. Oh, Microsoft's showing off some third-party games. So, oh, Sony's under pressure. And Sony's like, nah, we'll, we'll just announce it now. I don't feel like, I feel like both Microsoft and Sony are following, following each other's plans, but at the same time have a set schedule. They're not worried about each other right now. Sorry? I agree with Ben. I think Microsoft is doing their own thing. I don't even think Microsoft really considers Sony competition at this point. Um, mostly because I they're pushing their streaming service so much now. Uh, it's clear to them that when it comes to... Well, you mean Game Pass, which in my opinion is one of the best oh, values you can get. Yeah, and obviously that's where their their future is going. That's what they want. I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year we see Game Pass on the Nintendo Switch, like it's been rumored for a very long time. Um, so to me, when it comes to Microsoft, for them, this is their strategy, um, is, is the Game Pass. This is where all their future lies in now. They see that they have the best uh, service there. Like, I love PS Now, you know, but... For a lot of people, it doesn't compare to Xbox Game Pass because you don't get the free, the, the brand new games that come out that they put on yeah. there. Um, especially yeah. when it comes to their first party games, they're going to be day one on Game Pass as well. So the thing um, is, though, I don't, see, I I can see why it happens because 
most first party games on Xbox have some sort of loot system, like uh, like a um, yeah you know, microtransaction. Well, a lot of the Sony games don't. So Microsoft can make the money back with the games that do have it. Well, they, well, Sony doesn't have that option. Yeah. Yeah, and for now, for Microsoft, uh, yeah, like their game plan, I don't feel has changed. Um, we know they're they've acquired some more studios that we don't know which ones yet. And they're gonna announce those. Um, so for me. Their, their strategy is not changing at all. I don't think they're worried very much about anything because they now have a focus. I, th- I feel like before, Microsoft never had a focus of what they wanted to do. Like, Xbox is like, okay, play, we want to compete with Sony. Bill Gates even said that himself when they yeah. made the original. Well, that's the only reason why they got the PlayStation. Wasn't yeah. It? Xbox, wasn't it? Yeah. They didn't want Sony exactly to own the um, front room. Yeah. Um, and then the 360, they wanted to be the first ones out. Look at our new next generation hardware, and it had a 70% fail rate, but people still bought into it. Um, and then obviously they fumbled with the Xbox One, where they wanted to make it internet only. Um, pretty much everything they wanted to do, which they're probably going to do now with the with the Series X, is what they want to do with the Xbox One. They had to a future honest. for the Xbox One. But I don't think we were really ready for it at that time. I th- also uh, think one of the biggest flaws they did with the Xbox One launch was announcing like the, even the online stuff was bad. But when they announced it, it's like, oh, okay, it's going to be out in Region A, which is North America and Europe, but North America and UK, and then it'll be like, oh, but then it'll be out in Region B a little bit later, and then it'll be out in Region C. It's like nobody liked being waiting for the console being categorized into different regions. It's like mm-hmm. even parts of Europe was, if I'm right, they were split into different re- mini regions as well. Yeah, and it, and it went to the point where it's like, oh, if you don't like that, you have to be connected on the internet the whole time. You there's this Xbox 360 you can get, which you literally stopped supporting even before yeah. the Xbox One came out. You like literally said, we're done with this system. And then you're telling people to go buy that when you're not, you know, when you yourself don't even care about it anymore. Um, just their, the the way they talked about it, the way they treated their fans, I felt really hurt them. And that was from day one, and it's been almost seven years now that has hurt them. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the thing with Microsoft, you know, their games division is like the one percent thing of Microsoft. Like they don't need it. They want it to be there because it's something, but they don't need it. And well, if they want to, they money can on just, every console, haven't they? Yeah, they can just keep throwing money at them. That's the thing. Like they have the luxury of being this massive corporation, whereas Sony doesn't. They have to succeed. Um, they don't have the luxury of constantly failing. Um, Microsoft does. That's why they every system that's been something so radically different for them and the direction that they're going. Um, and it, nothing's going to change it for them. What they want is what they're going to do. And they have the hardcore loyal, fa- loyal fan base that will buy into everything that they sell them, unfortunately. So, yeah, I just feel like there's really no point of giving me a new massive box that, they, that they're creating if you're going to tell me I can play everything through streaming anyway. Well, what's, what's the point of the box then? So, 
for me, I feel this will be their last console. I think after this, it's just going to be Xbox Game Pass streaming. That's a bold statement. Well, they've been wanting to get rid of consoles for a while. Well, Game Pass. <laughs> they is agree with EA. They, yeah, they agree with EA when it comes to consoles, where they're kind of just dying out. They keep saying this might be the last console generation. It's just all going to be digital and streaming from now on. And that's where they want it to go. That's what they're forcing down people's throats. You don't want to believe it, but they are literally forcing it down your throat. And you're going to have to deal with it. Because if they force everybody to change with them, you will have no choice. Sorry, um, just to confirm things, Game Pass isn't streaming. You install the game on your local hardware. Streaming service for them is Project X Cloud. Um, which, which it was in beta. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it will be interesting to see what they what they show off in August. They're or not August, July. July is their big event. Um, from the rumors I hear, they're gonna have some major announcements that they call them mic drop announcements. Yeah. Um, and one of them is obviously the purchase of some specific studios that nobody's really talking about. Um, they know one of them is a Polish studio. I highly doubt it's CD Projekt Red because that's <laughs> really like the only Polish studio that I know of. I highly doubt that they bought CD Projekt Red because that company is worth, I think, like $15 billion at this point <laughs> on its own. <laughs> so it's the most uh... profitable company on the market right now. Um, so I highly doubt that they bought them. Um, but the big rumor of you know uh, the Warner Brothers games division on sale now um, – that's a big one that people are looking at. Um, Microsoft, I know, has been in talks to to buy those companies as well. Uh, that includes Rocksteady Games, Warner mm-hmm. Brothers Montreal, Traveler's Tales that work on the Lego games, uh, NetherRealm Studios that does Mortal Kombat and Injustice. Um, but I know that for Microsoft, from what I'm hearing, is they are willing to pay the hefty price. I think it's like $4 billion for those studios. Oh, um, get... I'm look- by the way, I'm looking at Polish companies. Huh. Uh, People Can Fly is Polish. Oh, there you go. Could I know, it's Epic Games already acquired them, I think. Oh, okay. Unless they're buying Epic Games. I, I know, they became independent <laughs> in 2015, so... Could be. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I, going back to the Microsoft Warner Brothers stuff, I know they're willing to pay that money. But they also want exclusivity on the licenses from Warner Brothers as well, which I don't think they're willing to give them. Hey, maybe you'll finally get Batman. Uh, exclusively to Xbox? No, thank you. I'm <laughs> <And> still. I'm still mentally. I still mentally can't comprehend how Disney was okay with Spider-Man being exclusive to one console. Like that to me is like the most insane thing for disney to choose to do is it the because um, sony owns the licensing for stuff like that no they own the license to the movies they have nothing to do with the games True. yeah or anything else the sony only owns the license maybe to the it was part of the agreement to having on <laughs> but having then di- again don't but but don't disney own because remember in spider-man they did they did reference marvel in terms of the mcu so don't they own that that's that was was that the yeah. reason why? I'm gonna say maybe it was part of the agreement for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sony was like, okay, 
we'll give you Spider-Man for MCU, but we want a series of video games for a certain amount of video game titles. Maybe. I don't. I honestly don't know what the dealings were to get Spider-Man back, because I know they had a falling out. Yeah. Um, they reached an agreement again. But then again, it was an agreement that Sony was getting screwed out of big time, and they still are. Um, yeah, because now Disney gets Disney some of the merchandising rights. Yeah, they get 100% of the merchandising yeah. money. Sony and they get only some of the money. The and money they get some the of the ticket money now. Yeah, it's a terrible deal. I don't know what they're thinking about that. So, <laughs> like I said, to me, the Spider Man no, being. I think it's because now Disney, Disney actually has to pay towards the cost of making the movie, if I'm correctly. Well, before yes, they weren't they actually paying anything towards it. You're right. Sorry. But yeah, we'll see. You know, Spider-Man obviously was good because I'm sorry to say it was an Insomniac-made game. Insomniac is really good at what they do. Um, and it fit with Sony's first-party franchises. But right now you have Avengers coming out and nobody wants to talk about that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it looks Unfortunately, like crap. Yeah, it does not When's look it good. Out, and actually... September is what they say. Okay. But we'll I thought see. it was like July at one point. No. No, they are having a big reveal, I think, on the 25th for that game. It's like Avengers Day or something for them. I don't yeah. remember what it's called. So we'll they've got see a beta they've got announced, haven't they? Yeah. So we'll see a lot of the game then. Um, but it's clear that when it comes to video games, Disney and Marvel don't have a good track record. Um, Warner Brothers really has them beat there with their DC licenses. Well, you but talk again, about that, but supposedly there's teasers that um, the people who never around studios is probably te- there was te- people teasing they they're making a Marvel game. Uh, there's rumors that they are trying to do a Marvel vs DC game yeah. for their next fighting Ed game. Because Ed was Ed Boon last night was tweeting Infinity War quotes. Yeah, I. That'll be big. That would. That's. I think that's going to be everything on Marvel. And if they want to do it, Marvel and Disney, um, yeah. because it obviously is a Warner Brothers owned studio for the time being. So, but then again, they had no problem with the Marvel Lego games, which is also yeah. made by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that's a little different for them. I don't know, but it'll be cool. Like I, I'm sorry, but right now the closest I'm going to get to. Marvel versus DC is fucking Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Aquaman is now a skin. Yeah. So if you have if Thanos returns in the event, you know you. Well, can no, go you ahead. don't even have Thanos. You can play because you got Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool is there now. So <laughs> Aquaman versus Deadpool—that's as close as I'm going to get at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm working on the Aquaman skin on Fortnite. It you gotta have the battle pass. And do five weeks of challenges, and then you unlock him. And then there's an alternative skin as well, which is all the the skin. The alternative skin is free as well from doing a challenge once you've actually got the 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 character. So, look, yeah, I, I like um, playing Fortnite for the weird skins like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of went off on a tangent, but yeah, Microsoft. Uh, some people are expecting really big things from them in July, but then again. It seems every year that Microsoft has something to show, 
like at a D3, they constantly say, this is going to be our best show. We're going to please everybody. And yet they somehow end up disappointing people every year. Um, so we'll see what happens here. For me, I feel Microsoft is really good at hyping stuff up and not delivering on it. And we saw that with their Xbox Next Generation games reveals that they did, which they straight up said in the beginning, we're not going to show you any first-party games, which was a desperately bad mistake on their yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're going to show off your new system, you have to show it off of your own fucking games. You don't well, leave it that... to indie developers to do it for you. The problem with their new which... games is that... Um... Um, none of them are next-gen right now. They're all going to be cross-gen. Well, that's fine. I don't care if they're cross-gen because there's, you're still making them run on the Xbox One X. So you have to show something. Like To me, that's that true. just shows you that literally their games are so far behind in development that they're clearly not going to have anything ready exclusively for their system in the first year, which they've already said they're not going to have any games on the first year exclusive to the Xbox yeah. One X. So that has to tell me that your amazingly impressive Hellblade 2 trailer was bullshit because oh, yeah. there's no way that trailer is gonna is capable of running at that quality on the Xbox One. So either that game is going to be a 2022 game or if it's cross-gen, you literally bullshitted everybody by saying this is in-game footage because it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And that always goes back to, oh, it's in-game footage, but there's a difference between having a cutscene that uses the in-game assets and having it actually play with those assets. We see it in very, very many games where cutscenes look amazing, but then when you play the game, all of a sudden the animations look like ass when they look so good, and the quality of the character models just isn't on par. Because you're rendering everything else, whereas this is just a specific well, yeah, rendered slice of a slice of life demo. It's basically called where you just cut a part of the game up and then make it look better because you know it's just that tiny portion of the game. Yeah, and that shit just irritates me every time I see uh, uses in-game footage or use, yeah something like in-game footage or uses in-game engine. I'm like bullshit. Don't give me that shit. In-game footage. Or in-engine footage. I want to see what it's going to look like in the fucking game. Because your in-engine footage is not going to tell me how the game is actually going to look when I'm running around in it. True. So, we talked about Microsoft recently, but we talk- let's talk a bit about price. Because there's been a le- rumor that um, the... Xbox Series X is going to have some really cheap prices, supposedly. Uh, no. With one of the rumors being the Lockhart being $200. Now, I don't know if anyone knows what the Lockhart is supposedly is rumored to be, but it's basically going to be a digital weaker version of the Series X. So... It's going to run the games, just like the Series X does, but it'll have lower specs and will only run the game at a cap 1080p versus 4K um, and limited ray tracing support as well. Um, I still think the $200 is bullshit. 
because the components will probably still cost more than that, even with Microsoft taking a hefty toll. The only way I can see the 200 being real is if, um, say, you're forced to get two years of gold and Game Pass. Then I could see them making the money back with that. Um, now, supposedly the PS5 is leaked to be 500 for the disc version and 400 for the digital. Now... Uh, but then, of course, there's some other leaks where it's saying that 700, which <laughs> I don't believe that all. Uh, Sony won't go that high. It's it, not right now anyway, especially with the market now. Um, Gary, how about you? You go first. Oh, I for both systems, I see 600 and 500 prices. So 599 and 499 uh, for the digital one, 499, obviously. Um, I, I that that that's what I believe the prices are going to be for those systems. Obviously, I want them to be 500 and 400. That's the ideal price, but I I believe that's what the prices are going to be. Uh, so the 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 hardware that's in these systems or the parts that are in these systems are very expensive. Uh, we know that. Um, to the point where they've already said that they're having trouble. Roughly 450 per 450 to build cost is is. Yeah, and that's not even counting the custom SSD that Sony's putting into it as well. Well, obviously it's adding to the cost, but it's also a lot of money spent on research and development and R and D um, for that hard for that hard drive. So. I don't if if one of them is going to be more expensive than the other one I I think it's going to be the Xbox uh just because they keep touting how you know their system is more powerful has more powerful parts and stuff um which in some cases it does um but yeah to me they're going to be the same prices um I don't think there's going to be any any difference there at all uh so yeah um that's that's what I think. Six and five. Oh boy. Uh, as much as I, cause last week, yeah, last week or the week before when we were talking about the the discussion, I said four and five just because when we were talking about how the PS3 is too much, six hundred. I don't think Sony would make that mistake again, but. What Gary says is true. This this console is going to be expensive. It's like, and that's it's mostly because of the SSD, because of the, the power and all that. Yeah, six hundred is this five is digital. That's too much. I I still feel that's too much for a damn console. But hey, is the specs are there, and they have to make their profit somehow because undercutting the the the, the amount that they make the console for, they they're not gonna. They're not, they're not gonna. It's gonna sell, but they're not gonna get the numbers that they want. Ugh, that's, that's that's gonna be a tough, a tough purchase for me. Just because, yes, I understand. I I buy a lot of expensive stuff, but I justify based on price. And yes, I know <laughs> it's gonna be expensive, but yeah, that that like, oh god, I I never spent that much on on systems before. Like I didn't buy the PS3 when it first came out. I I actually waited three years later and bought the Slim, and that price was 
I, I agree with that price. But this one, yeah, it, it's still bothering me. That's why Shannon's like, if you decide not to buy the disc version, I will, I, she said she will help buy me the this one. That's why I said, no, buy me the digital one. And I buy the this one because I have my brother and sister who also play this. So I'm kind of okay with the price in a way. But then again, yeah, seeing that, that price mark on the on the damn screen cashier machine, yeah, that's gonna piss me off. So yeah, it is what it is. I'm yeah, still I, hoping for five hundred, four hundred. You know, I I see it like this, Alfonso. Um, a lot of people would complain that it's six hundred or seven hundred, obviously. But to me, I I see it as all good prices. And the reason for that is, if you look at what you get, it's something you're gonna be using every day. You're gonna be playing it every day. I'm assuming. Um, it's constantly there. It's your enjoyment. It's your essentially your life at this point. Um, mm-hmm. you're, you're there every day with it. Like, why is it more expensive for you? Like a $600 price tag, for example. Why is that so expensive when people are constantly every year buying a phone that's like $1,300? <laughs> when all you do on it is literally the exact same shit you were doing last year nothing is changing for what you're doing with your phone. Um, you get some new filters for your camera. Sure, that's interesting. Does that justify $1,300? No. You buy a new TV that's like $2,000 just so it has the clearest picture in the world. When you sit like three feet away from it, you're not going to tell the difference, believe me. <laughs> like you, can, you say that's okay. Look at this new TV. I, this price is totally cheap for 2000 but yet, the system that you're getting is too expensive. You can say you're going to build a PC. The greatest, most powerful PC is going to cost you around $2,000, $1,500 to build. For what? So you can play a game that might look slightly better than what it's going to look like on the console? Because let's face it, PC games these days are also designed for consoles. So they're not going to go out of their way to make the PC version oh, infinitely yeah. better than the console version. They're going to do the best Nvidia, that they can. This yeah, is why Nvidia do prices that. are stupid. Yeah, to me, they're going to do the best it, that they can to make them as equal in graphical capacity as they can. Sure, there's some companies that will go out of their way, like... CD Projekt Red, I'm sure the PC version is going to obviously look infinitely better than the PS4 and Xbox One version. Um, But is it going to look that much better than the PS5 and Xbox Series X version? I don't think so. Um, So to me, I just feel like it's a horrible argument to have saying that this console is so too expensive for me to buy when you literally plan to buy a new phone and a new TV for $1,300 to $1,400. And literally, it's going to do the exact same shit that it's been doing for you today. It's not like Netflix is going to work better for you on your new TV. You know, Amazon's not going to work better for you. You're literally going to be watching the same movies. You can watch the movies in 4K, but are you willing to pay the extra money to Netflix to get that up subscription price to watch in 4K? <laughs> I sure as hell won't. <laughs> I can't afford another $7 subscription fee just to have 4K with select movies, not even all the movies, just select ones. So to me, if I'm looking at a console, I will happily pay 
six, seven, even $800 for it because it's still going to be a better investment for me than a brand new phone or a brand new TV. That's how I see it, at least. But Ben, your price prediction. I, I said I, I, I kind of... For Sony, I feel like their price is right at 400 and 500 Um, Especially with the... This one might be 450 maybe. Which will be about the same price as the buy, yeah, the cost of manufacturing, which will cost only about fifty dollars, which is about how much they normally lose per console. Uh, it's nothing like the the PS3 where they lost, I think it was a hundred something dollars per console. Uh, but all their previous consoles have been sold at a loss, except for the PS4, which was sold on the, um, I think the amount of money it cost to make, so they didn't make any profit. They just kind of didn't lose anything. Um, Xbox, though, I feel the Xbox is going to be slightly more expensive just because of the hardware in it, but I don't think it's going to be much more just because they know that the last time they did that with um, the Xbox One, they they had problems with that because the Xbox One was $100 more expensive than the PS4, and the PS4 was a better system anyway. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be like you mentioned uh i the $50 change instead yeah. of the $100 change between the two yeah i think that's a good point that you brought up because it's kind of going to depend on um how much the disk drives go down in value by the time the system comes out yeah, um, yeah it's a 4k disk drive which last year they were really expensive but maybe this year they're not as expensive as they were well, last you don't year. they won't be paying as much as they're paying yeah and yeah, also have to remember, like, you know, everything is always expensive when it comes out, but it drops in value year by year. So, yeah. could be just a $50 change or a $100 change. Just it depends on how much that 4K disk drive costs them these days. Uh. So, yeah. Uh, now... There was going to be, and then that, by the way, we're going to go out of PlayStation for a bit. Well, our PS5 talk for a little bit. Um, there was going to be a big announcement tomorrow, which was in the past by the time this goes live, of Crash Bandicoot. There's going to be a Crash Bandicoot 4, um, which was going to be announced or has been announced by the time this goes live by Jeff Keighley's, and they someone leaked it online already. Oh, um, uh, you know they uh, they actually posted a, a teaser trailer for it already. They've officially confirmed it. Nice. Well, it leaked before yeah. the teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is interesting to me. Uh, I'm assuming this is a brand new game. Yeah, it's a completely new game. I don't. Yeah, there was no Crash Bandicoot four ever. Well, like it just had a subtitle of something else. In um, Japan, they actually had the numbers on next to the games. There's in in Japan. There's a Crash well, Bandicoot four. But no, this is a brand new game. There was no time travel in Crash Bandicoot before, right? Nope. No. no. Yeah. So this is a brand new Crash Bandicoot game. So yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. At least for yeah. Crash Bandicoot fans, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> the teaser trailer also showed uh, Crash Bandicoot playing on the PS4 controller. So yeah. <laughs> sort of licensing deal there. I don't know. <laughs> 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 launches first on PS5 
<laughs> oh no no they confirmed his ps4 and xbox one ah, nice. but whatever so it can't be that now. long now october nice yeah i think the the release date is set for october 9th for that nice nice might have to pick that up um though there was also leaked images showing a different playable character other than crash as well i don't know if you guys saw that i did not it looks like cortex is playable the bad guy yeah interesting Oh. So, interesting to see what happens there. New crashy crash. Yeah. People like the Crash Bandicoot franchise, so. Yeah, people have been asking this for a lot, for for the longest. Okay, has anyone got anything else to bring up before we start wrapping up the show? Oh, let's see here, Ben. Really quickly here. Has there been any crazy news? Besides Cyberpunk getting delayed yeah. again. Cyberpunk is being delayed. You know, I would be surprised, but I'm really not at all. I feel like this was always the plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> to me, this was always the plan to release it so people can play it on their next-gen systems. Because yeah, it got delayed to November. Yeah, yeah. because there's... From everything I've heard, the game was not running good at all on current gen yeah. consoles, like at all. There was some footage that came out. That it was actually an official footage trailer where they showed Keanu Reeves' character, and he literally looked like a PS3 model. That's how like dated <laughs> it looked, and it was like the newest trailer that they released. And people really noticed, and they went at them for it. it was like, "Wow, this looks really bad. This is nothing like what we've seen before." That's because everything you've seen was running on a PC, a high-end PC. <laughs> what were you expecting? Um, and I feel like they don't want that bad publicity going into the game before the next-gen version comes out. So, oh yeah, it, it's it was always, in my opinion, they can. I think everything that happened with Corona and the 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 protests and stuff like that, I think really worked in their favor because they could use it as an excuse. In my yeah. Opinion. <laughs> Um, EA Play happened though, Ben. Oh yeah, EA Play. EA Play, probably the most useless show <laughs> EA has ever done. They literally could have just shown everything at the PC game show because that's all this was. Ninety <laughs> percent of the show was announcing all their goddamn games coming to fucking PC and Steam. Sorry, yeah. Steam, I should say in particular, Steam. Yeah, which tells they, they're they, all on PC. They know Origin is trash. They finally admitted it, so they're moving away from that. But they did have some highlights. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons was shown off. Fully supports VR. I guess you can say it's a spiritual successor to Rogue Squadron, maybe. Um, you play both sides in the story. You make your character first, so it has a character creator. But you create one for the Empire and one for the uh, Rebels, I believe it is. Uh, mm -hmm. It takes place after uh, Return of the Jedi, I think it is. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to have a campaign. It's probably going to be like a 10-minute campaign, though, so don't get your hopes <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> because it's EA, and their whole thing is multiplayer. And this game is going to have multiplayer, and you play in squads, squads of four. Um, 
So well, they've confirmed no call, loot boxes. Yeah. So what was that, man? They've confirmed no loot boxes or anything like that. Yeah, so. no loot boxes, no microtransactions. So there's that, and it's at a budgeted price of thirty nine ninety nine. It's going to launch, yeah. and that is coming out October second. So enjoy that. That game, I think, is going to be fun in VR, though. Yeah, I want to get it for VR. Um, they also announced a new arena shooter, Rocket Arena, where you run around with characters that look like they're designed by Blizzard. So yeah. copy-paste shit right there. Um, and you just <laughs> run around shooting rockets. It's a 3 versus 3 multiplayer game. Um, and that comes out very soon, July 14th. And it's going to have cross-play right out of the gate. Uh, it's going to feature 10 characters and 10 different maps. But it is literally Overwatch. <laughs> um, they also had a teaser for or a sizzle reel of PS5 and Xbox Series yeah. X graphics uh, running with a multitude of their games. Uh, obviously, the sports ones were very easy to distinguish, but but they apparently showed some glimpses of Dragon Age 4. Yeah. They showed a nice medieval tree and some big ruins with red crystals growing in them. And it looks pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for that. Red lyrium, I think it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess the big announcement for them was that they are working on a brand new skate. Thank you, PewDiePie. Gary, don't even <laughs> start with that. <laughs> What? They're working on Skate 4. Get skatey with it. Do, 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 do. They didn't show anything. They showed nothing. It just had two developers saying, hey, we're making it happen, and your comments made it happen. And the I'm over here. The like, developers. AKA Tony Hawk's Pro Skater forced EA's hand to make it happen yeah. <laughs> because they have to compete. That's all this was. Um, it the never whole... would have happened if Pro Skaters wasn't announced. The I'm whole sorry, two that. people making it. <laughs> the whole two people. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they just wanted to announce it, and they literally have nothing designed for it yet. This is what I'm assuming happened here. <laughs> they probably got the news before the show. It was like, hey, we're going to let you do Skate 4. Record a video really quickly. <laughs> that was disappointing. And the thing that they, that stunt they pull, they, they pull off with Battlefield was disappointing. What stunt did they pull with Battlefield? Explain to me. They, they, I'm thinking, oh, we can have Battlefield 6. No, they just yeah. constantly show things that they did from the previous Battlefield and what will be upcoming for the new Battlefield, which is next year. Like, d- d- come on. Which I've heard yeah. is going to be a modern setting, right? Yeah. Yes, they're saying it's going to be a modern setting. They're also saying they're remastering... Battlefield 3, for whatever fucking yeah, reason. They were remastering <laughs> Bad Company oh, 2, but that got cancelled. Because they're stupid and they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you don't need to remaster Bad Company. You release it exactly how it is, and it's going to perform and have more players than what you have right now in any Battlefield game probably combined. Mm-hmm. That's how good Bad Company 2's multiplayer was. It was perfectly designed. We don't yep. need any of this shit that you added later on that ruined everything. <laughs> And then you, you, you ask, well, we don't know why people like Bad Company 2 so much. Well, maybe you should go play it and find out. God. 
Um, another <laughs> another news came out, uh, and it was one of their first announcement was Apex Legends is getting crossplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's coming to the and to the Switch. Yes, it is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It is crossplay with everything: uh, PC, yeah. PS4, Xbox, Switch, Epic Games, and now Steam. It's also coming to Steam as well. Nice. Um, a lot of crossplay going on. With Apex Legends. They also announced a new event. Um, some gold thing. Gold I member? Know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everything else, they literally spent like seven minutes with a Sims trailer and announced nothing about The Sims. To be honest, that uh, Sims trailer was really good, though. <laughs> no, I, I gotta give them respect for that Steam, that, that Sims trailer, though. Well, the trailer was fine. But just to announce a Steam version, you literally could have done all of this during the PC game show. Like literally, why did you? Why did you even delay the show in the first place? If you're not going to show anything, well, That's they had I to think. delay it because of respect. Oh yeah, you're you're right, man. Because uh, well, she would say Sony delayed theirs, which meant that EA delayed theirs because Sony's would have been at the same time. So. Yeah, um, there was some uh, Horizon news, though. Oh? Yes, Horizon, the new Horizon. Uh, they said that they are targeting the 2021 release date. I thought so. Oh, yeah. yeah it'll be the yeah. summer 2021, probably. I still don't think so. <laughs> I think so. I'm sure they can pull it off, but I still have a hard time believing that. Horizon came out when? When is it now? Four years. Yeah, uh, so that would be yeah. that'd be five years development time. So, but what's the new game they're working on? I care more about that. Gary, are you going to play knowing that it takes place, well, part of the story takes place in Utah? Maybe. Yeah. It's not going to look anything like Utah. It's going to be a fucking desert. <laughs> could, that robot, could that robot dinosaur... <laughs> it could have robot dinosaur Mormons. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> that that uh, brings it closer to home. <laughs> <laughs> there was one piece of troubling news, for me at least. Um... And that's that they confirmed that motion capture had finally started on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Yeah. And I'm over here like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of the first things you do. <laughs> well, no, the first Not... thing you do is write the story. Well, yeah, but when you're doing the cutscenes, you're doing yeah. mocap. So, like, did they make the whole game and, like, the cutscenes are the last thing you're doing? Um... To me, Your this is probably so the last thing you do. Okay, then. No, seriously, graphics Polish. are the last part yeah, you do. I know. No, you you start make you make the game from start to finish. Normally, you use um, like placeholder textures to make sure the game is running, and then you'll put the the, the um, you'll just replace the models once the game's further in development. So then what you're saying is that the game is further behind than this article even says it is. 
Probably. <laughs> That's terrible news because I was led to believe otherwise. Um, yeah, I'm not happy about this news because I was for sure confident that this was going to be out next year. Um, no, I, I still want to say 2022. At Early this point, 2022, though. they may as well just cancel it and just leave the first part because nobody's going to wait around to play all these games for the next fucking 15 years. This is like announcing Kingdom Hearts 7 games project. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that 7 game project can be announced this year. It's Ugh. the 2027 <laughs> 7 game project. <laughs> yeah, I. anyways, I'm not happy about this news at all. Um. Yeah, not not a fan of this news. This year, by the way. Like because you gotta look at it. Like a lot of stuff is already done. You know, you have the character models are done. You know, a lot of design stuff is already done. They from the last game, the combat system's already done. Um, Look look at all the new characters though, because who knows who's gonna join the team in in the next game? Who knows? Maybe we'll get more Zach. Don't you come back no more? No. <laughs> don't don't even remind me. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna have uh, a fight section with Sephiroth probably where we play as him. Oh, he's probably gonna be the last fight again, ruining it. No, we'll probably play as him. But by the time this is all done, I'm gonna be so sick of Sephiroth. I'm gonna f- want to forget that he exists. Yeah. No, we'll play as Sephiroth. Remember in part two. So, oh yeah, that's true. Unless they decide to push it into part three. Or at this point, part eight. I don't know how many parts this shit is. <laughs> part 60, I'm 60 years old. Ah, I finally finished Final Fantasy VII on my PS10. <sighs> well, I guess the last bit of news that I could find was... Uh, Warner Brothers is announcing DC Fandom Showcase. This is everything DC Comics. It's streaming in August, August 22nd, and they are going to have game reveals. Woohoo! I bet your Batman will get announced. Probably not, because that's what they like to do. (laughs) (laughs) Batman Arkham Mobile. There is a lot of stuff planned. Uh, there's going to be a lot of DC movies. Uh, Wonder Woman's going to be there. Uh, the Rock is going to be there promoting Black Adam. Uh, we might get a little teaser there as well. Uh, Suicide Squad is said to be there, the movie. Um, but as far as games goes, yes, Warner Brothers Games has announced that games will appear on announced games. So Batman for sure will probably have this announcement finally. I still think we're going to get a teaser trailer at Microsoft's July event um, for that game, and then they're going to have the big gameplay reveal at this show. Um, Rocksteady's game is also apparently going to be appear here as well, as well as the latest Lego game, which is also apparently based on DC Comics. Um, the last Lego game was DC Supervillains that they did, where you play as all the bad guys, and it was fun. So yeah, August 22nd, look out for that. I'm excited as a DC fan. Yeah, should be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all my news, man. 
Ben quit. He hates me. <laughs> no, I was just trying to check it because I swear I read earlier today that there was a trademark recently for Suicide Squad game. Uh, yeah. Um, Warner Brothers registered a domain name uh, Suicide Squad game. Yeah, so maybe that'll be at the one of the announcements. Uh, Rocksteady's going to be there. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap up the podcast. Gary, what, what, how can they contact you and stuff like that? And what, any shout-outs? Reach me at Gagawush on Twitter, G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Uh, shout-out to you guys, as always. Thanks for having me on. Shout-out to my boy Ed who got me the Ellie edition, collector's edition of The Last of Us, because he is that kind of a guy. And I'm kind of mad at him for doing it. (laughs) You should be grateful. I also love him. I am grateful, and I love him very much. Thank you. Um, Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Chris. And then all the listeners, as always. Shout out to you guys. Alfonso? Shout out to you, Ben. To you, Gary. Shout out to all the listeners, to all the followers. Um, I'm glad Last of Us made my sister a believer because, you know, I'm getting tired of her playing Grand Theft, so she got something new to play. Um, looking forward to seeing Shannon soon. And you can follow me on Twitter at AliShen7. Uh, I'd like to shout out to everyone that listens, Susan Sprinkles, Ed, uh, anyone that listens, I'd like to shout to me, actually, kind of. I'd like to shout to Movie Girl Around Radio. Episode 100 will be coming out in a couple of weeks. We've got a load of guests, um, such as Pharmacy 14 Noob, Talon, Taru TV, Me Only for Part 1. Then Part 2 will be the Muslim Radio Squad, which is Susan, Flatus, Shinta, and we'll have the She Heals Titanic Squad, aka Shit, which is RVO and... Uh, vegan Pete. So yeah, it's going to be a pretty big episode. Uh, we'll I, have, like we'll I like that their acronym is shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only uh, you, Larry. Only you. Hey, Ben oh, said the, it. Yes, they're like I never they have the, a poop. They have a poop. Yeah, I never made the connection until he said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all their emotes on Twitch are based on poop jokes. It's great. Uh, in fact, last <laughs> fan fest when I met Arvi, she was giving away mint chocolate poops. They were delicious. Um, anyway, I'd like to shout out to Arvi, Pete, um, she has a tank group. We'll be, and of course, you can follow us at twitch.tc.smoogle.radio. Um, also shout, well, shout them as well. Thank you for supporting us. Um, and shout out to everyone here. You can follow me at mg underscore chili. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back next week with more PlayStation and video game news. So until then, keep gaming, gamers, I guess. Bye.